Hello everybody, my name is Chiara and I come from Italy. I live in Brussels and I love learning and teaching languages. Throughout the years, languages have allowed me to live tons of unforgettable experiences, so I decided to share them through this podcast. Languages have also become my full-time job, and I will tell you more about this journey as well. In the last episode, I talked a bit more about the group of foreign classmates I had at school. Now, I will be talking again more about them, but more in detail. They were an nth life-changing experience. How did it start? We have to go back to the Italy of 2005-2006, more or less, experiencing the first waves of mass immigration. I was not very used to hearing foreigners and the wrong Italian. For me, correcting them sounded absolutely natural especially since I hate being corrected without understanding why something is wrong, I would do the same with them. I used to explain to them what was wrong and why, adding also a pinch of etymology here and there because it makes everything more logical, on average, and fascinating. I still do it, so if you'll, if you'll ever have lessons with me, you know what to expect. But actually... Why did I do it instead of shutting my mouth up and letting them in peace? Nobody asked me to do that. Honestly, what drove me was Italian public security. I'm one of the children who grew up with 9-11 and all the waves of terrorism afterwards. I was very sensitive to the stories of people with identity crises, lacking integration, being socially isolated and so on. I felt really concerned. In those moments, when I was listening to their struggles and their mistakes in my language, I thought, if their Italian is too bad, how are they going to integrate? Who is going to hire them unless they start their own business? In the end, I was right, because in the last couple of years as well, I have met more than one person who was sacked after a trial period or simply rejected at an interview because of their Italian. The same for foreigners looking for side jobs during their studies in Italy just to earn some money. Knowing a bit of Italian is often not enough, but people usually realize it too late and and they don't really believe in intensive learning. My worry was that if they didn't get out of the isolation and achieved the objectives they had in mind when they came to Italy, ultimately they would end up hating the country and the Italians, of course. I was worried for real. At the same time, I also realized that I was fond of doing it, but until 2020, I never thought it was possible to turn it into my full-time job. Why? On the one hand, I imagined language teachers like people having to study tons of literature and then somehow inventing a way to explain stuff to foreigners who, of course, don't give an F about literature, and for me, the idea of studying those stuff at university was really not attractive at all. On the other hand, I had zero self-confidence, so by default I thought that doing something pleasant was not possible for me as a job. But I also didn't know about all the opportunities that came out later, and I couldn't, humanly, know it. Actually, I see a sort of a path. I would have probably hated teaching languages the way it was usually done before Covid, 
and I started considering it a possible full-time job only after the first wave in 2020. Sometimes it's really look, it really looks like there is a path outlined by who knows what. It's incredible. I feel like a ton of things in my life happened at a certain moment that turned out to be the best moment possible, but just shortly before that, you would have thought that everything was lost, or that you were stuck and there, were, there was no way out of that limbo. I will be back on this in the next episode, of course. In the meanwhile, I cherish this feeling of being blessed. <laughs> Coming back to the multinational classmates, in those moments I started laying the foundations of my idea of language learning. I focused a lot on using language correctly and not just getting oneself understood because according to the job one would look for, it may not be enough. There can be exceptions, where English is not the official language but it is widely spoken or where more than one language is currently used, lower standards are accepted, but in homogeneous countries like Italy, France or Germany, no way it can be enough. The hyper-international environments like the ecosystem of the European affairs in Brussels can be an exception. As a migrant, especially from upper classes, uh, they can be your first place to be, but you never know what can happen and you may be forced to look for a normal job at some point. That's the main reason why I learned Dutch. I don't need it at the moment, but you never know. I'm well aware that in case of an emergency, and should I have to look for another job, that would be a relevant asset to have. I have seen people trying to learn the local language properly after 6 to 10 years of living in a place. Having to fix all the stuff you have learned incorrectly and that is now deeply fossilized in your mind is awful and frustrating. If you need to deal with clients, from a simple cafe up to working in sales in a company, speaking correctly is usually crucial. In the case of those migrants, even if they had to get a simple office job, they should have been able to write emails correctly or read and understand documents properly. When I hear somebody complaining about these requirements, I would ask them if they would hire somebody who speaks the language at their level. I've never been replied to with a yes. Moreover, let's remember a fundamental point. Unless you are at already at a very high level, improving your active skills, speaking and writing, I mean, by pure practice, doesn't really exist, doesn't really happen. It's just a dangerous idea that just makes people lose a lot of precious time. It may work if somebody has an amazing memory and perfectly imitates and gets all the nuances on his or her own, but a very limited number of people can do it. Languages are not plants and don't improve on their own just by getting sun and oxygen in a different country. So, that's all for today. If you've ever checked my YouTube channel, you can see that most of my oldest videos are about a Hungarian. Why? We shall discover it in the next episode. In the meanwhile, do you want to test your Italian? Try my very easy quiz in the link in the description. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon.